Hello, friends, and welcome back. Cass here with another episode of The Scare View. And this time around, I thought, you know what? It's time to explore a genre. I've talked about this in several different films, going all the way back to the beginning, but never truly explained it to you guys. So just kind of relied on your own, you know, expertise in the matter. But not that I'm, you know, saying you don't know, I'm sure you already do. But I thought, let's do a little bit more of an investigation into the giallo film itself. I mean, what is a giallo? Because truly, there is dozens of definitions. And I'll be honest, I'm just going to scratch the surface here. I mean, basically, a giallo is just kind of a horror murder mystery. They're extremely stylized. And that's to say the least at times. And, uh, you know, there is so much to talk about when it comes to Giallo that this is just going to be a quick summary. Like I said, I'm just scratching the surface here. So let's explore, you know, a genre I've mentioned several times before. And uh, let's let's get a little bit more of a of an idea of what is the backbones to make it. So... We're going to skip right into it because, I mean, we could show several trailers here. I'm going to talk about some examples, but I truly recommend even just a deep dive on some of the trailers. They're fantastic. I know I've mentioned it here before, but there is one uh, where literally the serial killer is like Donald Duck. That's the voice he keeps using, and it's hilarious. Uh, I can't uh, I can't recommend it enough, but sadly, the name is completely slipping me. Now, giallo, uh, or gialli, we're talking about, you know, in plural, is the Italian term designated towards mystery, fiction, and thrillers. Uh, the word giallo, of course, meaning yellow, uh, derives, is basically driven or derives itself from a series of cheap paperback mystery and crime thriller novels that had yellow color covers and were popular in Italy. Uh, the, you know, Italian hiller thriller horror genre <laughs> that has uh, mystery or detective elements uh, was often kind of a slasher crime fiction psychological thriller I mean they're psychological horror sexploitation psychedelic and less frequently but still included the supernatural horror elements these yellow paperbacks were a series of crime mystery pulp novels uh, brought on or brought into the world by uh, Mondadori um, Publishing Company and started right around the 1920s. And essentially they're going to include, be, well, mo majority of, every, of their translations or their mystery novels were just the translations of Agatha Christie. Elair Queen, Edgar Wallace, Ed McMain, Rex Scout, Edgar Allan Poe, and Raymond Chandler. Now, these yellow paperbacks would begin to take popularity, and shortly after publishing, we would see that it would adapt to the large screen in the 30s. And essentially, any film that had kind of a crime element, uh, you know, had lots of, of course, kind of horror um, noted into that, but anything with a crime element, uh, you know, the detective version, whodunit, was... Uh, considered yellow and it wasn't really until the 1970s where you get this blend in with extreme violence hypersexualized, and r of course wrapped in with our murder mysteries and we're looking at uh, you know a basics here of what comes together to make a giallo film so starting off they're extremely violent the murders are over the top there's lots of blood and uh, at the same time we're seeing these murders there's the backgrounds 
they are bold patterns, insane colors. Uh, the camera angles are constantly kind of at odd ends with themselves. We have, um, you know, a lot of moving that's quite rapid with the camera that's unlike any other type of film. And um, music is loud, it's fast, and it dominates. Um, you know, you can't help but uh, notice it. I mean, one of my favorites happens to be Goblin, that they uh, tends to come up quite quite often. Um, but we'll get into that director. Uh, the sound design, and you know, it just makes your skin crawl. They focus in on things like the bugs, you know, little details that you never really noticed, you know, could kind of essentially sort of set you off or put you on edge. And uh, of course, the infamous black leather gloved killer. Now, it's kind of funny we have this basics on what is a giallo and looking at it from the North American side of things, you consider giallo to specifically focus in on Italian film. And to Italians, giallo represents any type of horror mystery. And that's on the entire international stage. So it's kind of a funny fun fact. Now beginnings of Giallo would be in themselves heavily influenced from German film. I mean I would highly highly recommend watching the film M. It definitely has a lot of elements that you see kind of picked up but uh, realistically we kind of go from the spaghetti western and into the Giallo film and uh, I, it's kind of interesting to see that transition. Somehow it works but in documentation, the film that really took off for what is giallo, what is a true giallo, in my opinion and many others, is usually considered to be Mario Brava and The Girl Who Knew Too Much from 1963. I mean, it's a title alluding to the Alfred Hitchcock classic, The Man Who Knew Too Much, um, which, oddly enough, Hitchcock would remake. It's so bizarre, but another podcast for that story. And, uh, Essentially, it kind of would highlight the link between Giallo and the Anglo-American crime story. Now that Baba had made a, ma a name for himself um, from The Girl Who Knew Too Much, we'd move on to Blood and Black Lace. And uh, essentially, this would introduce a number of elements that became emblematic for the genre. So the masked stalker, the shiny weapons, the black gloved hands, the brutal murders, and a series of glamorous fashion models. And uh, funny enough, guys, we're going to get into it, but this would help influence, uh, you know, later into the 80s on uh, the North American uh, side of things. Now, this is kind of mid-1960s, so it's not till right around the beginning of the 70s that we'd finally see kind of a breath of fresh air come into the Giallo films, and this would be Dario Argento. His first feature in the 1970s was a major cultural phenomenon, The Bird with the Crystal Plumage, and uh, was in itself greatly influenced by Blood and Black Lace. But it introduced this new level of stylish violence and suspense that helped redefine the genre. And of course, box office smash, so producers loved it. And I'll be honest, Argento is a name I'd love to do a deep dive on. He is fascinating, and considering after his success, he'd go on to make the most yellow films out of any other director and do it for like almost two decades and made some really, really amazing films. Uh, one of which that I highly, highly recommend, Deep Red. Um, it just has every element included, but also is just wonderfully entertaining. Uh, it's just got a great, great story, some wonderful characters, and uh, it's definitely unlike 
you know, really any other kind of crime story I've ever seen of that nature. Some others I'd recommend, uh, Don't Torture a Duckling by Lucio Fulci, um, as well as A Lizard in a Woman's Skin. And uh, as I was saying, guys, this this huge boom in the 1970s would come around, of course, to influence our North American movie market. And uh, it's in the 1980s that we'd finally see the birth of the American slasher films. And you got it. It was Giallo that kind of helped influence that. I mean, from having our kind of very skinny little outfits on girls, you know, to uh, having our sort of female victims, that damsel in distress, to that main serial killer stalker type. It's all there. <laughs> it's uh, kind of interesting to see how uh, how things develop and, of course, how uh, how for some reason North America is always behind when it comes to this stuff. Always. Just always. And, of course, the early 2000s, this is when things would slowly trickle down to just about nothing, except for, you know, kind of the few odd uh, odds and ends that we see pop up that are more uh, homages or, um, you know, art films in um, that are going under the Giallo uh, definition. And some are truly amazing one of which editor I really really enjoyed um but uh, it's kind of fascinating to see the giallo film and sort of how each one it comes into things I mean you can have Argento and Brava who you know it's the whodunit black gloves insane murder scenes to well Argento's Suspiria where it's you know witchcraft and just crazy sets and music and so much red so much red um to later where we have uh you know a more real life plot I guess is how I'd describe it I mean we have the stories where it's an individual influenced or manipulated by another group want to do something that they don't want them to do of course with that crime detective element and then finally of course we have the erotic thrillers it's just sort of a complete blend of eroticism and violence and uh not really my kind of thing. I truly like to stick to the the first type. Argento and Baba, they've got it down pat. So guys, this was just a quick kind of relaxed fit episode, if you will. So thank you so much for listening. As always, guys, keep trucking, keep your chin up. The world is a weird place. But if we stick together, guys, although it's tough, uh, we'll definitely make it through. We will persevere. But uh, at the same time, man, it could be totally tough myself it's uh I, i've got to remind myself constantly of it and uh as always guys you know the rules you know the the claim to, to life always keep calm stay creepy